0: tuesday podcast episode 74 with your hosts tyler dryblatt sam ginsburg and mike boris here is tyler dryblatt
1: all right thank you samuel so uh, as you can tell from the intro we're kind of back to our regularly scheduled programming of of not interviewing kind of famous beer world people Uh, just back to the three of us wrapping around. I feel like but... we need
0: a disclaimer for anyone who started at episode 73 and is not going through the back catalog but just waiting for episode 74. That show was an outlier in that it was pretty yeah. good. So just stop after that one. There's really no need to continue through the back catalog. Well, I mean, or through the forward cl- catalog, honestly, but <laughs> <laughs> just but thanks for
1: thanks for tuning in anyway.
0: Yeah. Be just be aware that this this show is not what you think it is? Send us an email if you liked it, and then we'll send you an email and we do another good one. And then you don't <laughs> have to listen to all this shit. Yeah, we can get you, we can get a mailing list for when we release good episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like a good idea. So, uh, what do y'all have over there? What do y'all drink? It?
0: I have Black Husky Brewing's Yodeler Koenig Ale. It is a Oktoberfest slash Märzen? Marzen. Marzen? There's a little umlaut on the A. Yeah, people don't pronounce it. Okay, it's a metal umlaut. Sure, let's, let's go with it. <laughs> okay, it is 7.1%. It has an adorable husky who I guess his name is Harold because there's it's kind of phrased on the bottle in a way that it could be Harold Yodeler Koenig Ale or it could be the husky and his name is Harold and they're just telling you the husky's name. But he has a cute little hat on too. So this beer already gets a lot of points for adorableness. Adorability. Adorability.
1: You have any tasting notes for us?
0: Yeah, okay, so I just took a first sip. It's a little sweeter than I expected. Usually, October fests are, like, kind of malty sweet. This one tastes like they might have put something in it to make it a little sweeter, or they just really got that malt sweetiness in it. But a little boozier than, I guess, Oktoberfests are usually, like, five or six. This one's a little boozier. You can taste that a bit. It's all for now. Alrighty, Sam? I have Cisco Brewers Indie Pale Ale, which is an American IPA, 6.5%. I'm kind of getting more of a, kind of, a, it's... An India Red Ale, which isn't really a thing, but the the color and malt profile are closer to a red than a pale. But there's enough hops for the word India to be on there. Does it taste like rust? Because I stay away from red ales generally because I find that they taste like rust or how rust smells. I don't really go around tasting rust. Sure. I'm not getting that. You don't know? Okay, I'll take a sip later and we'll
1: yeah. see. How bizarre! All right, well. Uh, there are only like
0: four breweries
1: that I can choose from around here, so I've got another beer from Deschutes, uh, <laughs> this one's called Chasing Freshies, the Fresh Hop IPA, 7.4%, they really, really try to get you to realize that they're using fresh hops, it's just all over the bottle, not a whole lot of head. Pretty pale in color. It smells really nice. It smells like a. Have you ever had the white peach grape juice? You ever have that? Yeah. It smells just like that. It's odd.
0: That is odd.
1: Yeah. So let's give it a little taste. Hmm. That's pretty tasty. It was pretty tasty. It's got like grapefruit ending. It's not nearly as as hoppy, like bitter hoppy, as I thought it would be. And it's a little weak in the mouthfeel, but but it tastes pretty nice. I think I'm gonna be okay with this beer.
0: So is the title of that beer, is that supposed to be, like, freshman? No. No. Like, chasing... I feel like chasing freshies is the kind of thing that... Seniors you, on the football team do to, like, bully well, the new kids. I Well, I was going to say, one particular senior for my freshman year of the Frisbee team, a man by the name of Ramon... Was just, no matter what year it was, he just tried to seduce freshmen. Even, he was a townie, so after he graduated, he just still would come to party sometimes, and still try to seduce freshmen. Like, specifically okay. freshmen? Like, if he was like, oh, so, like, what year are you? And they were like, sophomore, he was like, ooh. Well, no, it's because he would strike out with all the women, and then so the next year, the only women that hadn't yeah, turned him down were the freshmen. Yet. So it's like, who don't I recognize? I'm going to go hit on them, and then they were all freshmen.
1: Was he that dickhead who thought I was your little brother?
0: Oh, yeah, that was awesome. During family week, I was talking to Ramon, and he assumed that Tyler was my kid brother. It was great.
1: You're, like, five days older than me.
0: Yeah, but I can grow a better beard than you. Hmm. And I'm taller, I'm trying, too.
1: I'm trying real hard. Like, a month and a half going on.
0: I shave. All right.
1: No, so, Chase and Freshies, I guess they're talking about the fresh-squeezed uh, hops that they're getting or whatever. So they're they're talking about that. But also the bottle art is, like, snow and snowboards, so I think they're, like, making a joke with, like, fresh snowball, fresh powder. I don't know.
0: Uh, are there any pictures of young women who look confused by their surroundings? <laughs> no. Not, I guess my theory was probably not correct. Probably. shoots didn't name a, a beer after your friend from the Frisbee team. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I would not call him my friend. Teammate. Yeah. It's so odd. Yeah.
1: Stupid remote. Hey, you guys wanna talk about an article that's really, really stupid? I just wanna to get to this article. It makes me so mad. Yeah. So, it's from Time. And I feel like well I was kinda of a weird kid and I used to like to read like Time and Newsweek and stuff like that. Like I had subscriptions, which is kind of an odd thing for a kid to have. <laughs> and I feel like I used to I used to respect these magazines. But Time dot com has an article, Craft Beer officially isn't cool anymore because Delta will begin selling it on flights. So Delta Airlines will soon be serving brews from what one two three four five six seven eight like, I mean, kind of craft breweries.
0: So I would say like, seven like, and a half craft breweries.
1: Yeah, because Sam Adams is on there. Yeah. But okay, so this sounds good to me because normally, if you want to get trashed on a flight, you have to drink like a Bud, you know.
0: Or use Boris's method, in which you just buy those little. uh... We call them nips. I don't know what other people call them, oh, yeah. but yeah. the little single-serving kind of containers. Like, if you buy alcohol on a plane, they give them—they give you those anyways. It's just they cost like twenty bucks. So you are allowed to bring uh, a baggie full of fluids in yeah. under three contain three-ounce increments onto a flight. So I just grab a few of those vodka ones, grab some Bloody Mary mix from the stewardess, and have myself a lovely little flight. Well, that makes sense. So that's good. Pro tip, yeah, for the travelers.
1: I wouldn't have wanted to drink that nasty Budweiser but now you can get craft brews and that sounds great to me and time is all like oh well now that it's being served on planes hipsters can't claim exclusive control over it which is kind of misrepresenting the whole thing about craft beer anyway like yes hipsters and us like to be really shitty at people over their choice of brew but it's not just a culture thing it's also because I legitimately think craft brew is way better and I'm psyched to have it on a plane I don't know why Todd thinks that makes it uncool. It just means it's getting even more widely liked among the populace, which is good, as long as it doesn't lose its heart.
0: I wonder if the individual that wrote this article, if Samantha Samantha. Grossman, I wonder if Samantha Grossman just had uh, a couple of really annoying friends. Yeah. And has uh, mischaracterized our culture. I would say our culture is craft brew drinkers i feel like time used to report the news like sometimes they put their own spin on things like you know they choose like a person of the year or something but they weren't known for like injecting opinions into their reporting and this is just like i guess it's not really opinions on the fact that beer is now available on flights or craft beer it's more just like hey let's insult craft beer drinkers for a while and then also tell you that you can get these beers on flights it's about half reporting the facts and half these are my opinions on the facts I just told you. Right.
1: Yeah, like being a jerk for no reason.
0: No reason. Well that's kind of what we've the principle we've built our show on, so maybe don't hate on it too much. I like to think we that's have fair. reasons, like at least seventy percent of the time.
1: Yeah, I just I think it's ridiculous. I think this is only good news. I don't think this does anything to hurt Craft Beer's image. I don't think it makes craft beer not cool. I think it makes flying way more cool.
0: So I just clicked on Samantha Grossman's name, uh, and a picture of Taylor Swift pops up, and now I need to tell you guys a story about the weekend. Uh Uh-oh? What? Yeah. I think you might have skipped a step there. Why? This is Taylor Swift. Now I need to tell you about my weekend. Did you meet Taylor Swift? Would you like to hear the story about my weekend, or would you like to just make judgments about the story that I I haven't told you yet? Really don't see why I can't do both. You can do both. But, anyways, so I borrowed Sam's Spider Man costume to go on a rugby pub crawl just with the rugby team. We went around to a bunch of different bars. We didn't play or anything. But uh, we ended up at Plan B, which is a notorious gay club near downtown, in which I met a girl who looks a lot like Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah? And I just, I don't know, I started talking to her. I got her phone number, and now I have a date with a girl who looks like Taylor Swift. And I did it while wearing a Spider Man costume (laughs) with ridiculous fake fake muscles.
1: What happened to Lady Tinder?
0: Lady Tinder and I are no longer a thing. Oh I missed that That ended a few weeks ago. yeah sorry yeah I've been I've been waiting for the right opportunity to bring that up so we could like make a whole a whole segment. The thing is she knows this thing exists and I don't know I don't Who, know Lady, if Lady Tinder but, or Taylor Swift too uh, Lady Tider uh, but oh I didn't want to like make a thing when it happened just I don't know El- I, just, El- I doubt LP, she if you're listening, I don't think you are but if you're listening, I still want to be friends with you because I still think you're cool. Me too, I liked her. Anyways, yeah, so I'll have to let you know how Taylor Swift goes.
1: I hear she just turned 25 on stage.
0: Uh, Well, actually, that's what Samantha Grossman's most recent article is about. Here are 25 birthday wishes for Taylor Taylor Swift on her 25th birthday. So maybe her role is to editorialize, because...
1: I bet her 25 wishes for Taylor Swift are just going to be really passive-aggressive and shitty.
0: Well, number one is to continue shaking it off when the haters hate, 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 hate. So, I think she might be in favor of Taylor Swift.
1: Well... Alright, well, whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm sure half of these are references to her songs, but I'm not familiar with her body of work, so I can't really tell you.
1: Only her body of twerk, am I right?
0: Ew. Hmm. No.
1: Becca says she doesn't twerk, so... I guess I was wrong. Smiley Pirate!
0: I feel like twerking has just become, like, a universal thing. Like, everyone twerks now. Come on. Gimitally nothing to say to that. (laughs) That's fine. You guys can deny it if you want, but, like, I know. We all know.
1: Okay. Well, I'm done with this conversation now.
0: Do you want to tell us any more about this pub crawl, or, or is that the whole story? There was a karaoke place that had Ignition, but not remixed to Ignition. That's so foolish. I, I don't know how, but they did. That, that song isn't even fresh out the kitchen. No. Why would you even have it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, he didn't even want to break me off a little piece of the remix.
1: So, did the Spider-Man suit make it back? A-okay. Everything was fine with the Spider-Man 2, right?
0: Well, there was a zipper that was like 50% broken when it left, and now it's 100% broken. So.
1: No, Spider-Man!
0: I bought the, the Spider-Man costume in the year 2008, I think? 2007, 2008? So it's about time I retired it anyway. I'm not worried about it. Word. But I, I do I do want to take a small amount of credit. I think that, you know, it's kind of like... Are you familiar with the pickup artist concept of peacocking? Just where you do really ridiculous things or like wear really ridiculous things. It's usually wear something really ridiculous to just kind of get attention. Do they do that on, is that How I Met Your Mother? I I don't know. It's the pickup artist thing. I don't know. Okay. I think Barney does that in some episode. Yeah. He sits at the bar in like a bright purple something or something. That that sounds like a Barney thing to do. But I think that you were peacocking with my costume. So I'm going to take one tenth of a wingman credit for that situation i'll allow it it definitely it led to some conversation and it wasn't just like oh who's that guy i don't remember his name it's just like oh spider-man
1: oh peter parker i
0: i did talk to a uh i just uh we the first place we went was like a restaurant slash bar and there were people like sitting there eating their nice meals when like 40 drunk dudes in superhero costumes walked in uh but i started talking to one couple that was one of them was like a school principal and they were like, we're going to go home and tell our six- and eight-year-old kids that we talked to Spider-Man today. <laughs> and they'll be sad they didn't come to dinner. I wore that costume to work on Halloween, and someone who worked there had brought in their kid who was also dressed as Spider-Man. And, and you know. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, they pointed it out to me, and he lost his mind a little bit. And then, you know, it was, it was a nice little moment. Okay, I have to ask, though. That costume doesn't have pockets. How did you put up with it for an entire day? Well, I mean, I leave my shit in my office and, like, carry my wallet to lunch. That's, like, the only time I need my stuff. Like a peasant. Like, really, it makes me wonder, how does the real Spider-Man do it without pockets? I feel like he just sticks things with his little stickies. Oh, uh, maybe. I also thought about getting a can of whipped cream and putting it in the sleeve so that I could, like, shoot web whipped <laughs> cream. But I think that I was worried about ruining your costume, and that definitely would have ruined your costume. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of crazy uh, shenanigans did you into this weekend, Tyler?
1: I went to a party last night. It was like a, a fancy schmancy like cocktail party. Ooh. So I got all dressed up in, in my suit. How
0: the fuck did you get invited?
1: I was back at the plus one. She really got invited, not me. Okay. It was supposed to be like a sparkly party as well, like a sparkly, fancy schmancy thing. And the only thing I have that's kinda of sparkly is this bow tie. <laughs> so I wore a whole suit and it took me like four hours to learn how to tie a bow tie, but I did it. I got that bastard down. You have to be a magician seriously it's much harder than tying a regular tie I
0: mean, I can't I can't even tie a necktie Really? A necktie really? Is do you use clip-ons? Easy. No well every time I need to know I'll watch a YouTube video and do it along with a YouTube video but I the knowledge oh, did not stay preserved in my mind and I have to just reteach myself every time I do it. Usually I'll just keep them tied when I take them off so all I have to do is re-tighten them. <laughs> These stacks is so upset. Probably. That might be one of That's the only probably benefits of Catholic school is that every once in a while I had to tie a tie. <laughs> Common, often enough that I learned how.
1: But, uh, so I went to this party, and I looked pretty sweet in my bow tie, and I've been to, like, a couple parties hosted by these, these people, and, like, it's fun, but everyone is kind of weird, because I'm I'm almost always, like, in the bottom 10% of youngest people there, hmm. like... For some reason, everybody is always, like, seven years older than
0: I am. And you're two years older than Becca. Yeah. How is Becca hanging out with these old people? I don't know. It's weird.
1: I'm mature beyond my years.
0: No, you're not, <laughs> Becca. <laughs> yeah, I just assume <laughs> this is, like, a work function. I'm not friends with anyone who would host a fancy cocktail party, I don't think. Well, like- and Liz. Liz might, yeah.
1: They're all like, they're all like way older than me, but they seem like exactly my age. Like, I, they're not necessarily immature, but they just seem to be living like a young person's life. And so I, I don't realize it until they drop an age bomb on me. And I'm like, oh, I'm just a little fella.
0: And do they all like, have children and shit, too?
1: A lot of them. I, I was talking to this dude, and he called himself a, a sculptor extraordinaire. And he was, like, <laughs> he was like, no, he was actually pretty cool. He was showing me all these sweet sculptures he did uh, of, like, Star Wars scenes, and he invented his own molding material, and so now he doesn't even do sculptures anymore, he just sells his pro-molding material. Pretty badass.
0: See, that's really cool, I just wish he wouldn't refer to himself as a sculptor extraordinaire.
1: Yeah, so I I was, like, talking to him and making really bad Star Wars puns, and making jokes about, like, his flourishing business, and then he told me he was 40, and I'm like, why are you talking to me? We have... (laughs)
0: i think in the past like three months i've been more commonly asked if i have kids which is just really odd to me because the concept there are people much younger than me that have kids but the concept is still just like kids at my age are you kidding me like i would never
1: yeah a lot of these people had kids and that's cool whatever i mean i hope they got babysitters for their kids while they're out partying but i well i assume
0: they did or they're fucking 40 so their kids are 15 and can look out for themselves (laughs) That's true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I had a fun time, and it was like all these people were were nice. It's just weird to me. I don't know. A weird time.
0: Do you do you f- like ever get your? I don't imagine you ever get your cheeks pinched, but is there ever some sort of equivalent to that? Like, really condescending older people thing? Yeah.
1: No, they're like because they're all like I said like I don't want to say immature, but like all maybe a little immature. I think again, they don't give a shit how old anybody.
0: Yeah,
1: well, Well, I'm not trying to hate on them. Uh, Just
0: like, like no, I'm not. So, if they were exactly the same in every way, except they had been born a few years closer to our year of birth, yeah, like, would it that's like the only thing that's throwing it off, or do they act you're saying they don't act any older? Well, also, they've replicated, yeah. Oh, they do have kids, some of them. No, this is difficult.
1: Hey, Becca, you want to stop interrupting the show? Okay, thanks. All right, cool, thanks. So, um, I mean, they're all, like, fine people. Just every once in a while they say something that makes me remember that they're way older than me. And it's just like, oh, that's weird.
0: Like, I voted for Nixon or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs>
1: exactly. Next article. So, way, way back, way, way back, we had an episode where we mentioned Ninkasi trying to send some yeast into space. And it was, it was a miserable failure. I mean, they got the yeast into space, but then they couldn't find it when it landed, and it could only survive for 10 hours, and it took them like 29 days to find it. So, so they goofed that one up. The yeast did not survive. But apparently, in July of this year, they went back and shot some more yeast into space, and this time they got it, and they're going to release some space yeast brew in, in 2015.
0: So now I'm trying to remember what jokes I made last time we reported on this to make sure I don't make all the same jokes again. Did I talk about cosmic rays last time? I don't know. Do you think this thing is going to turn into the Fantastic Four? I mean, that's how the Fantastic Four became the Fantastic Four. That's true. Being in space. So would it just just... be like beer with supernatural powers, or would you drink the beer and then you get supernatural powers? Oh, no. Is the yeast was in space, it's not going to give you superpowers. I think you might be confused about this whole situation. So the yeast has superpowers. Oh, no, honey, those are comic books.
1: <laughs> oh, right in the backboard. Man. <laughs> Damn, right.
0: I call what? that maneuver pulling the rug out from under. I gotta go home and rethink some things <laughs>
1: now. It's just funny for me because this, like, official write-up of their their space mission by Ninkasi is just so glowing, and it's like, I mean, it's cool they send something into space, I guess, but, like, people strap cameras to balloons and send them into space all the time with sweet shots. They claim that this is an extension of human history in terms of creating a potable, life-sustaining source of nourishment that allows us to live in inhospitable condition. No, what? But like,
0: they brought the yeast back to Earth to use it. They yeah, didn't they brew any beer in space. They didn't make the yeast replicate in space.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, nothing changed with the yeast. It was weightless for like four minutes. It's still yeast. Yeah, it's it's super duper silly.
0: Oh, I assume they were gonna like leave it in space for a while or something or be like expose it to the elements a bit. I don't I don't know. Like yeah, at this point it's just yeast in a sealed package that where the sealed package has been interesting places, I guess.
1: Yep. That's pretty much exactly what happened. So it's very silly. I mean I would still drink space yeast beer if, if I could get my grubby little paws on it. But I think it's kind of just an attention grabber. It's the, a little silly.
0: Nikasi's yeah. California based, isn't it? No, Oregon. Oregon. Well, you could probably still get it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've had several Nickasi beers on the show. Of course, if it's made with spaces, they're probably going to charge like thirty-seven dollars for it or something like that. Yeah, but we'll see. Who knows? How is everybody enjoying their beers? Any new, uh, any new notes of beer?
0: Nope. No. Nah.
1: No. Still, still going strong. Same old opinion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this is such a letdown from last week. My my adrenaline was flowing, you know. I was I was at the was at the top of my game. I was super focused, and now I'm just like talking about some bullshit.
1: Yeah, I know, and I don't want to like do the do the porn game or anything like that. I just feel like it's below us now.
0: Uh, you see, you have to you have to weigh our potential new audience versus the small audience we already had, and if we don't do the porn title game. Lauren will stop listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what he hangs on
0: for every week. As soon as he hears well, the poor titles, I guess he's... he's like, well, turn this off now. We didn't start doing that bit until episode 30, so I guess he stuck around for a while without it, but... I have been paying a lot more attention to beer advertising uh, this week, though. Or just when a beer advertisement comes on, I, like, watch it now to look for things. And he's very right. Budweiser does not talk about beer at all in their advertisements, and Coors does... And I think those are the only two beers that advertise. Corona kind of does sometimes. Well, Corona and Bud advertise a lifestyle. Right. And Coors, Coors and Miller advertise their beer, for better or worse. Right. Like, Coors will tell you, like, oh, this was brewed at freezing temperature, so it's ice cold when you get it. And, you know, which, like, is not necessarily something on it. I like about or I look for. I'm not like, oh, I'm, I've been missing this beer that was brewed at below freezing temperature. I can't find any around here. But at least they're talking about their product and not just being like, grab a Budweiser and your friends will think you're cooler than you are.
1: I drank a a chorus yesterday at this party, and I was like, oh, feeling kind of dirty, thinking of beer,
0: Dan. (laughs) Tell us about these dirty feelings you get when you think of beer, Dan, Tyler. (laughs) I I was in the shower (laughs) thinking about beer, Dan, (laughs) feeling dirty. Oh,
1: no. I hope he's not listening
0: i hope he is listening i mean i hope he's not really disappointed in us but i i mean i hope he keeps listening
1: yeah what else man somebody i accidentally insulted somebody at this party over their beer last night i can't remember exactly what happened i got kind of drunk but somebody was like we've got a bunch of beer and opened the fridge and it was like a bunch of guinness i was like no you have a bunch of guinness you don't have a bunch of beer and, it was like the and you said who had... you
0: accidentally insulted them? <laughs> you tripped and fell and accidentally said that. <laughs> what was your goal? Well, I didn't realize it was the person who had brought it. And then you were like, oh, sorry, Samantha. And then she went and wrote some shitty article in Time <laughs> Magazine about how you were just being a huge prick in her house.
1: <laughs> you might be right, Boris. You might be right. That
0: wasn't good. All right. So, you went to space. What's up next? Oh man, you want to do another article already, Boris? Well, if you're not going to let us do the porn game, I don't know what the <laughs> hell else there is. Was we can do say, it. No, provide if us you to, to. Would,
1: Do you want to do it? We can do it. I just feel... I just feel
0: silly. You see, I feel like to not do would to compromise the integrity of the program. <laughs> now, that's a joke. <laughs> you're right. I will think less of us for not making silly porn names. I mean, think about what Bruce Day Tuesday was originally about. It wasn't about, like, getting the respect of people who are smart. It was about, like, fucking around and having a good time.
1: All right, fine. I don't have any, but I know Lauren still has a backstock. So what do we got?
0: Uh, Hold on. I got to open up Lauren's. I I have one, too, that I think is actually quite good. I have one that I'm not sure about, so. Okay, well, let's start with Lauren's. I have to find it first. Don't cheat, Boris. I will. So this is another one that I'm less familiar with. So this is Lauren's Shakespeare experience part, I don't know, eight or something. Oh, so if we do have listeners that aren't familiar with this game that did come in, should we explain explain how it works? I feel like we haven't talked about how it works in like 15 episodes.
1: We should tell them that now is the time for them to stop listening.
0: Well, okay. Now let me, let me do a quick disclaimer. We're about to, to make some really crass, stupid jokes. And if you don't like crass, stupid jokes, but you've liked our... ...reporting on other articles, then stick with us, but skip ahead like six minutes or something. But if you have liked the content, but also like crass stupid jokes, we're going to play a game, and the rules are as follows. You think of a movie title, or a book title, or whatever you want. Snacks. Something. We've done snacks. (laughs) And, And then you alter its title slightly, so that it becomes a porn title. And then you think of what the synopsis would be of that porn title and explain it, recite that synopsis to everyone else playing, and they have to guess the name of the porn title. So I'll I'll give you I'll give you Lauren, friend of the show Lauren's he only sent me in the title, so I have to come up with a description. So two things happened. Testicles dropped, and everything was fine. All's well in the chest hair front. So I think you're thinking of rhyme I think you're thinking well. of I all all quiet on the Western Front, which isn't Shakespeare. Right, I know.
1: Certainly okay. not Shakespeare. That's about like World War One. Well, was it a serious
0: guess, okay, guys? Well, it, well when when Shakespeare Top wrote that one, it was a sci-fi novel because there were tanks in it.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm guessing it's it's something to do with all's well that ends well.
0: That may have been what I was thinking of too. Yeah, I'm sure it was, and you would be correct.
1: All's well that ends well. I'm just all Well? That ends well.
0: It's balls fell and ends well. Whatever. Yeah. I'm okay. going to give it to you. That's close enough. So so for new listeners, that was an example of one that wasn't so great. But now Boris is going to give us a fucking slam dunk. Okay, um, this one doesn't rhyme per se, but I think it's a pretty good pretty good one. Maybe it does rhyme. I don't know. You guys can tell me the definition of rhyme after you hear it. This is just about a place where they like to ejaculate frequently. A place where they like to ejaculate frequently. Uh. Are you trying to guess words? Because the is not in it. Uh,
1: really? For sure.
0: No, it's a one-word title, and the is not in it. It's a one-word title? Yeah. And is this word, is it actually a word, or is it an odd portmanteau? It's a proper noun, if that helps. <laughs> I'm not sure it does. It's a, it's a medieval proper noun. Oh, yeah. That narrows it down. Think about medieval... Okay, it's a place. Think about medieval Bec- places. Bec- a castle? Bec- Sorry? And is scowling at me. She's scowling? Does that mean she likes it? That means she likes it, right? She is, and thinks I'm a fool. When girls scowl, they're happy? I think that's what I've gotten out of this. So is she scowling at you because she knows it? Does she want to throw a guess out? Becca, you want to guess? She doesn't want to guess. Well, then maybe you should quit scowling, girl! Okay, so think of... No, it's like, not castle, like a proper noun. Like a a specific place. Or castle. Uh, Canterbury? (laughs) I don't know much (laughs) about medieval shit, man! Pick up a, a, come a lot it's come a lot it's come a lot god damn it oh that's not it. a slam dunk <laughs> okay no but this is a fucking slam dunk i'm i'm really pleased with this one okay so i believe the original medium is movie this is a tale about about socks you put on your dick and they have a high level of stickiness and or friction with your dick <laughs> and what it's a movie i think it's a movie socks you put on your dick yeah so condoms no i don't know another word what? for socks Stocking. yep oh and there's a lot of friction uh well it's either friction or it's stickiness i'm not really sure how to portray what i'm trying to explain without just using the word tight maybe is the is the better way to say it is the original title is the word talking talking no um maybe you already found it dog no, I know, I'm trying to connect that back to the original title. Maybe you already did, dog. Stalking? Yeah. Is the title of the movie Stalking? No, but it's in it. Like, you were looking for words that rhyme with stalking. You don't need to. Stocking's in the original. I assume stalking might have been part of the porn version of it. No. Okay. It's a three-word title, two words were changed. Stalking is the other word. That's very interesting. It's actually only a two-word title. I the don't. Stalking f- is the second half of the second word. Oh, okay. Ooh. My apologies. I can't think of any movie that has stalking in it. Is it a movie? It's a movie, right? It's a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So there's friction? Yeah. Gooey. Tight. Right. So of the two words you can guess at, that's the more difficult one. The other one was a sock for your dick. That's stalking. For your dick. Sock. Keep going. Penis. Dick. Oh, penis. Head. Shaft. Wiener. Shrong. Schlong would have worked. Dong. Dong. Dong, dong stocking. Pippy dong stocking. Okay, now change Pippy.
1: Oh my God! Grippy dong stocking.
0: Grippy dong stocking. <laughs>
1: oh my God! God, that
0: was difficult. Uh, that
1: one was actually pretty <laughs> worth it, though. <laughs> was it? I liked it.
0: Pippy dong stocking. Oh,
1: uh, that's funny.
0: That's, that's a good one. That's the best one we've had in a little bit. So that's the end of that well, stupid segment. Yeah. Hope you liked it. Oh, oh I um, thought you meant that boy. was the end of the the okay, never mind. Like Lauren's porn titles. Oh no, he has a few left. Okay. Cool. Um <clears throat> Tyler, quit yawning and enter the next bit.
1: I'm so sleepy. Ugh. I did a lot of drinking yesterday. Now I'm drinking now Isn't it only like six PM where you are? Yeah, it's five fifty four. Whatever. Alright, do you wanna uh, what one should we do here? Let's see. All right, so from Yahoo, .yahoo finance.yahoo.com, my favorite place for financial news, I guess. Sale of Oregon Craft Brewery provokes backlash. So have you guys ever heard of 10 Barrel Brewing Company?
0: No. There's a brewery around here called One Barrel, that's what I was thinking of. No.
1: No, this is a place in Oregon. I actually also have not heard of it, which is, I mean, we get a lot of Oregon and Washington beers and stuff like that, so... I'm kind of surprised. But I guess they were a fairly popular craft brewery in uh, Bend, Oregon. And they recently got bought by A.B. and Bev. And people are not happy. I guess Bend is kind of known for its beer. And as soon as people heard that they were getting bought out by A.B. and Bev, they they started saying, you know, your sellouts, your beer is going to change, all this stuff. And I feel like that that might be true. But I don't really know. Like, A.B. and Bev bought Juice Island, right? Did they? Yeah.
0: I think so, yeah. Doesn't your doesn't your beer today come from Bend, Oregon? Deschutes is Probably. in Bend, right? I think so. Yeah, sounds right. What it's is it? Bend. Right. Like why did that city become beer mecca all of a sudden? Oregon, dog. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't explain it. There's a there's a lot of big craft brewing in Oregon.
1: But uh have you guys had Goose Island?
0: I have. I have I don't know. I've I've had there a couple of kinds of three one two that are all just like, Yeah, this is beer. But like, so what? I think so. What is how I would characterize Goose Island's beer as a whole. The uh, the first time I hung out with Brian and Alan, we went to a Coheed and Cambria concert <laughs> in Mat- in uh, Milwaukee, and we bought this like package deal where you basically just get an open bar for three hours, and Coheed and Cambria plays a concert. So middle school me was like, if you pass this up, I will stab you in the face. So I went, and like the best thing they had was Goose Island. They had like Bud. Cores and Goose Island, so I got real drunk on Goose Island, but that's pretty much my experience with Goose Island. So like, it's
1: not great, but
0: is it? I mean, it's like Blue Moon. Like, if there's stuff in the fridge that's like shitty loggers and Blue Moon, I'll take a Blue Moon because like it's better than those. Like, you can you can find it pretty much anywhere, and it's it's okay, and they sell it at like sports events and stuff sometimes. But yeah, I wouldn't like. I don't think I've ever bought a six pack of it just to like have.
1: Because I do like I really. You know, we don't like the beers that AB and them have control over for the most part. But I wonder, like, how much does them taking over this brewery affect this brewery's actual brewing process? How much does it affect the end product
0: of the beer? I mean, I'm sure they'll be producing more and distributing more widely. But I don't know if that means that they'll be changing recipes or changing processes. It makes me wonder, Shock Top. Was Shock Top just like, Anheuser-Busch was like, we need a craft brew branch hey, guys, go start a brewery, and we own you. Or, or did Shock Top exist and get bought out? Because if Shock Top existed and got bought out, that makes me terrified for 10 Barrel, because Shock Top sucks. I don't know if they sucked when they started out. I don't know what the history is there.
1: Because I feel like, you know, we don't really like AV and Bev, but as long as, you know, it says in this article they were already doing distribution for 10 Barrel or whatever. So, you know, if... if if the beer doesn't change, is it really that bad?
0: It's bad in exactly one respect that it could potentially help A B and Bev. Yeah. Yeah. Well so I think of A B and Bev as more of a company and then there's like breweries and companies. Yeah. And a company kind of owns a brewery. Sometimes they're the same thing, but the company's job is to make money and theoretically the brewery's <laughs> job is to make the best beer they can. And so you have, like, craft brewers that don't really want to get much bigger because they don't want to have to deal with all the financial shit. They just want to, like, make good beer. And so I feel like when AB buys this company, their goals change from, like, making good beer and making money to make as much money as possible, which is going to be accomplished by making as much beer as possible, which I feel like usually implies a lack of quality. I think you have a good point, Boris, except that friend of the show Beer Dan... Or Dan Fox told us about how all of these breweries would kind of rather get big and, and you know, making great beer is what they want to do. But ultimately, you know, they, like you were talking about a company versus a brewery, they want to be a business, which is more of the company end. Right. And they want to make money. So maybe a large, I don't, I don't know, we would need to talk to a lot of breweries. Maybe a large percentage of breweries are just waiting to get bought out so they can get wider distribution and more resources. And maybe, Ten Barrel had, you know, the right personnel or the right product or whatever to make them appealing to AB and they – and this is the dream, you know, to get bought out. Kind of like in the same way that I feel like a lot of uh, like software startups don't ever plan on really making their product forever, just getting Google's attention or getting Facebook's attention and getting bought out. I I mean I don't know. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. Yeah, but I think a lot of people want to be their own – Like, when AB and Bev buys their company, they own you. So if they're like, hey, we're going to turn your facility into a place to churn out shitty loggers, you can't really do anything about it. And so people like the idea, like, I'm sure small breweries would like the idea of people in Florida being able to get their beer when it's made in Wisconsin, but, like, they don't want to deal with the whole infrastructure of, now I have to hire an HR department and a legal team and, like, advertising and shit. If NPR came to me with an offer for this show, I would give it to them. I would give it to them for not much money and if they were like we need well, this you isn't to- your life's work either. No, either. I know, I know. It's the closest I have though. And and if <laughs> I don't do much work, man And and so if they were like we, we we want it and we're gonna give you money and we need you to mention NPR three times an episode and stop doing the porn title segment and maybe get a more liberal slant. I guess is what NPR would do. I don't know how we could get that much more liberal than we already are. But I would, I would probably be like, yeah, dog, sign, sign us up. I'm not even sure I'd talk to you guys. <laughs> or like, I mean, you like my home brews. If if I happen to take one home brew to some competition and and AB liked it and wanted to buy the recipe, and they were like, we're gonna buy the recipe, but we're gonna change some of your expensive ingredients out for adjunct. I'd be like, yeah, i get me that paper. And maybe that just yeah. means that I have no integrity. I'm okay with <laughs> accepting that maybe I have no integrity. I'm well, not that. I just think that, like, you don't put enough work into a single batch of your homebrew to merit, like, debating whether or not I would be selling out if I, like, gave this to someone else. Whereas if you risked everything you own to start this brewery and you have specific expectations, like... New Glarus doesn't distribute outside of Wisconsin. Say what you want about the brewery, but there's high demand for it in Chicago. Like, a bunch of people from Chicago, when I visit, like will ask me to bring them Spotted Cow for some reason. Yes, um, Three Stacks went home, like, a week or two ago and was ordered so, to bring New Glarus home with it. Like, there's clearly a market for New Glarus outside of Wisconsin, but their thing is, like, we're a Wisconsin beer. We don't. We, we just want to stay in Wisconsin. Like, that's our thing. Um, which may be, like, an advertising gimmick, kind of, as well as... But, like, they're, they're losing potential customers or money to, like, maintain their standards or their what they perceive as, like, their... <laughs> what they perceive as their standards. Their standards or their qualities <laughs> or their whatever makes their company unique. And so I think AB Bev would have a hard time buying new Glarus because they would be like, you're going to distribute outside of Wisconsin. You're going to advertise and do all these new things. I think you're right. But I bet you that Anheuser-Busch could buy Capital. I mean, I think there is a price for which any brewery will be <laughs> right, like... Right, definitely. You mean I can retire to the Cayman Islands comfortably for the rest of my life? Okay. But, I don't know. Also, because I know you guys hate calling Nuclearis noble for any reason, they used to distribute in Illinois. And apparently, they couldn't meet the demand in Wisconsin. But they pulled it from Illinois. Oh, like people in Wisconsin were clamoring for it. So they... So they were like, fuck you, Chicago. Yes. They couldn't, they couldn't meet their production numbers, so they just scaled it back... Just go back to distribution? Probably. I feel like the way you solve that is by building more fucking vats, but whatever. I'm not gonna... I've never owned a huge business, so I'm not gonna question <laughs> him about it. Also in 2009, a New York City bar was raided and fined for illegally selling spotted cow. What? That's fucking fascinating. But if you're gonna off, do that, just buy drugs. Don't buy fucking spotted yeah, cow. Yeah, sell goddamn cocaine. Like... <laughs> I agree with you. Illegally selling Like, who ratted them out? (laughs) Who cared enough that this bar was selling some shitty lager, ale, or whatever it is?
1: Whoever wrote that terrible article,
0: Probably. Is that... Would that be ATF or DEA that does that raid? It's gotta be ATF. Because it's not like a crime, it's just like... It's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Gotta be ATF. It's the SLA, whatever
1: that is. What's
0: the SLA? I don't
1: know.
0: Uh, the Sudanese Liberation Army. The Silly Llama Association. So we have service level, I've just Googled it, service level agreement, Special Libraries Association. I really yeah. doubt either of those are the right probably
1: one. Probably Special Libraries Association. Halt, library agent, do sell that beer.
0: Science <laughs> Leadership Academy. Oh, there, so there's the New York State Liquor Authority. And so if it happened That's in New important. York, then I guess it's probably yeah. not a national thing. It's just a local thing. The but.
1: State Liquor Authority. Yeah. Sell
0: SLA was tipped off after a call from an anonymous wet blanket tipster. <laughs> 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 what I is think. a wet blanket tipster? Well, it's a tipster who's being a oh, wet just blanket. just ruining the party? Yeah. So I think there might be a little bit of a slant on whatever article Three Tax is reading. Probably from Wikipedia. God, just like, who's that into Spotted Cow? Because uh, you've got to jack up the price at that point, right? Like. This had to be smuggled from Wisconsin to New York. I mean, not smuggled. You just drive it. No one's gonna like check your butthole for, for spotted cow. <laughs> oh, that would have made my move well, out here a lot easier. I knew that.
1: You can't fit that much in your butthole,
0: so. Maybe you can't. <laughs> but I mean, like, you can't just ship it either. Like, you gotta at least be somewhat discreet right. about it. Right. If, if only at the end point where it gets to the bar and they have to like, Psst, hey, we got spotted cow. I mean, you could throw thirty you- cases. In the back of your van, right, and drive it out. But but then, like but between talking, between the shipping and like the risk right. and all that shit, they got to be selling that for like that's a, that's a twelve dollar pint, and that's not a beer that's worth paying
1: you know, it's much like more
0: than two bucks for three buds or something. I don't know for the same price.
1: Wow, that conversation got really off topic, but it was maybe the best one of the show so far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when we uh, when we spiral out, you know, when we go tangential, it's kind of when we get to interesting shit.
1: Yeah. Probably we're probably at about an hour. You guys wanna wrap this up?
0: Yeah. I don't want it to be like a weird non sequitur.
1: Alright. Yeah, uh, uh so I guess we've 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 given the business to that end of the conversation. Uh you wanna you wanna move on to wrapping up these features?
0: <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> I had <laughs> I had Cisco Brewers Indie Pale Ale. It's an American IPA, and uh, my initial feelings stand it's really more of an, um, a happier red ale. I wouldn't even call it like a red IPA. It's really more of just a, a red ale with an extra hop characteristic. I, I thought the the malt profile was interesting. It, was, it actually – I did get a tiny bit of the rust you talked about after you mentioned it. Um, but I didn't hate it. It was, it was, it was very minor. And and just – it's empty. Sorry, dog. <laughs> and it's cool. I don't want any anyways. <laughs> the, the red ale portion of it was good the the hops i actually got some of the some of the resinous slickness that we've talked about so i i think they should really pivot this ipa kind of towards red ale town but that's just me and i've never run a brewery but i i thought it was all right it was is right. pretty drinkable i didn't have that many complaints i'm going to give it a 68 all right that's pretty high all right uh so eat? i had black husky breweries uh i think ta- i think i was trying boy. to make a point to you hold oh. up sorry go
1: no, I just want to know who Sam would recommend his beer to.
0: It's a good point. Yeah, I totally forgot to do that. And then I, like, called called you out for right. for talking over him telling me to do it. <laughs> uh, I I don't know, man. I, I guess it's kind of middling on all fronts. I'd say someone who's in the market, someone who really likes red ales, that's kind of interested in transitioning towards a hoppier profile, this is probably a good bet. But overall, even though I rated it, semi high it's not it, there's nothing that it really has going for it that I think a like huge subgenre needs to get average, into it average IPAs average reds if you like pouring an average IPA and an average red into a glass together I guess if I got a beer for you yeah alright now may I go yes absolutely I have Black Husky Brewing's Jodeler Koenig Ale it was pretty good I said at the beginning of the show it was really sweet and I think that subsided but I may have just gotten used to it Super malty, as I would expect my Oktoberfest to be, but a little boozier than I would expect my Oktoberfest to be. Otherwise, it was pretty normal. Like Sam's beer, I can't really say too much special about it. I was going to give it a five, but then Harold's adorable eyes staring at me from the bottle bumped it up to a six. So this is a six. I recommend this. If you like Oktoberfest and you like getting drunk, this is probably the beer for you, because you can do both of those things. That's about all I got to say about this one. Solid.
1: So I had Deschutes Brewing Company's Chase and Freshies, Fresh Hop IPA, 7.4. I think we all kind of had beers that were, you know, pretty decent, but not super duper standout. Like this beer had good aroma, uh, a nice great fruity flavor, but I just felt like there was something kind of missing. It was a little weak on the mouthfeel, and while I'm not looking for like a super heavy mouthfeel for an IPA, I would have liked a little more presence. And it just, the flavor was nice, but it faded too quickly. So, I'm going to give this, I guess we'll give it a six four Because it was good, it just wasn't phenomenal. And I will recommend it to somebody who wants a not-too-bitter IPA. Um, this fits that bill, I guess. That's really all I have to say. Kind of a week of nondescript beers, I guess.
0: So, do you think that it would be kind of more exciting if we brought something in that was, like, you know, a best-of-breed situation? Like... If, for instance, one of us had a beer that was listed yeah. as the most legendary milk stout in all creation?
1: Good lord. Yeah, that might step
0: things up. Well, then I have some fucking good news for you, Tyler. Bring it on. I'm, I'm going to bring on Door County Brewing Company's Silurian Stout. It also says Thrills to Come on it, which I thought initially was the name of the beer, but I don't think so. It's kind of hard to tell what's going on with this beer. There's also a picture of a truck on it that says 12 fluid ounces. I... I feel like they're making a reference to something that I'm not familiar with here, but it, it does say most legendary mokestown in all creation, and I will be the judge of that. I think they just needed to put 12 fluid ounces on the bottle somewhere, so they chose the truck. But why is there a truck on there, I guess, this is my main question. Silurian? And then there's like a fish on there too. Like an, or like an eel? What is going on with this bottle? It's Silurian is a geologic period and system that extends from the end of the. Oh god, why did why I have... start reading this sentence? That's a good question.
1: Uh, I give up.
0: You want me to read this for you?
1: Good luck. Is it the Eocene period? That's my favorite period.
0: Uh, I think it's the Ordovician period. Is that a period you're familiar with? Oh, no,
1: that's not not nearly as good.
0: Is that a shitty period? Yeah, I don't know what that has to do with trucks or that fish or or a milk stout. I mean, Door County is a pretty local Wisconsin, like, backwoods type place. So it's, so it's a just a truck because it's like, a backwoods brew? There's a lot of people that like trucks out here, so maybe we'll slap a truck on our on our bottle. the bottle. That eel looks pretty, pretty prehistoric. It does. It's hey, amazing. Boris, do you know what you're drinking? Uh, I actually do. Um, in an attempt to go to the liquor store less frequently, as in it's Sunday, it's Tuesday, and I'm like, what beer should I drink today? And then I have to go find one. I've started just getting a couple. So I have Sierra Nevada's Narwhal Imperial Stout. Um, Oh,
1: yeah, I've
0: had that, I think. Yeah, Sierra Nevada is pretty widespread. Do they make it out to California? Are they from California? I think they're from uh, California or Nevada. Okay, they might be like a nationwide, because I think we got them in Boston, too.
1: Well, yeah, they're definitely around here.
0: But anyways, this is 10.2%, so... Nice. Good thing I only brought one bottle. And yeah, it's got a pretty vicious-looking narwhal on the front, so I'm excited for that. Tyler, have you had? You said you had it before. Did you have it on the show, or you just had it in general? I may have had it on the show. Do you want me to check real quick, or do we not care? You should I check after I rate it next week. Oh, And then we'll see how yeah. how our ratings stack up.
1: Yeah, that's a good call. I uh, obviously don't know what I'm going to be drinking next week, as per usual. So I guess uh, this is really just the time to say goodbye, isn't it?
0: Yeah. If you if you joined. For the Beard Anne episode, and you've stuck around this far through this episode, thank you. Please stick with us. I'm sure we'll have another actually good one at some point. <laughs> yep. But until
1: then, thanks for tuning in. Wait, motherfucker, give
0: them, give them our Twitter and our email. you got to do that every well, time, dog. you got to do it every time. All right. What is our Twitter? Just at Bruce Juice? Bruce Day Tuesday. At
1: Bruce Day Tuesday is how you can tweet at us, or you can email us at uh, Bruce Day Tuesday podcast at gmail.com. And if anybody would like to leave comments on our on our episodes, that would be pretty cool. You can do that at BruceThews dot com. I would love to see some comments. That'd be great.
0: Actually Lauren left a pretty sweet comment on an episode where I had edited the episode really poorly and accidentally deleted about ninety eight percent of it and he was like, Hey, this episode doesn't work <laughs> So I had to re edit and repost it. And so you know that's not the best comment. It's not the most positive comment. So it's the a useful comment. It was a very useful comment and it was a very accurate comment. And so that episode's back up now.
1: So let's do. Let's get some more of those. And uh, until then, thank you for for tuning in. Don't let the basses keep you down. And we will see you next week. Bye.
0: See you. Like, Green Bay fans don't know what it's like to cheer for a shitty football team. And so when the Packers lose, I'm like, suck it, guys. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry that you're going to lose, like, two games this season, but I'm going to enjoy it when it happens. Go, Aaron Rodgers only threw four touchdowns this week, and he usually throws five. It's like, shut up.